Mage Talk is brought to you by MageMail. Keep your customers coming back with customer lifecycle email for Magento. Visit them online today at magemail.co. MageTalk is brought to you by MageMojo, a Magento hosting company. We know that you have a lot of options out there when it comes to Magento hosting. We want you to give MageMojo a try. Not only do they have the fastest SLA at 15-minute response time in the entire industry, but they will also pay to get you back on your old host if you don't like it. We want to give you this special offer, and you can get the code to get that special offer in the middle of the show. Thanks to MageMojo for their continued support of MageTalk. And welcome to Mage Talk, episode 99.2 of the Magento Community Podcast. And uh, yeah, it's getting a little ridiculous now. Uh, 99, the 99s will continue until morale improves around here. Uh, no, but just kidding. We're actually trying to hold off episode 100 uh, until Mark Lavelle joins us. And uh, we're recording that episode any day now. Uh, so he will be joining us. Mark Lavelle, CEO of Magento Inc., and uh, we're really excited to have him. So uh, stay tuned. Make sure to subscribe. And uh, why don't you head over to our website. Uh, go there right now, magetalk.com. And uh, there at the top of the page, you should be able to sign up for our email newsletter. And that will keep you up to date because we're going to email everybody when uh, Mark joins us on the podcast. It's going to be awesome. Uh, listen, two events you need to know about in the Magento community that are coming up real quick here. Uh, we have Mage Titans in Austin, our very first Mage Titans that's going to be here. Um, and, and and it's going to be on shore here in the United States for the first time ever in Austin, Texas. And uh, I just think it's an awesome event to be able to come to the United States. Uh, it is September 8th uh, and 9th. And then a third day, September 10th, has been added, uh, which is a workshop day that'll be take, taking place at the Magento offices in Round Rock, right outside of Austin. So uh, it's a three-day event. You got to bring your team. Go and check it out, magetitans.com, and get your tickets right now because that's coming up quick. Also, uh, don't forget uh, Nomad Mage. We have Kevin Schrader, uh, formerly of Zend and uh, Magento's expert consulting group. He will be joining us uh, on Nomad Mage for on September 20th, and he's going to share about uh, his experience doing uh, some browser uh, testing and uh, doing browser integration tests. And and I think it's just going to be awesome. Uh, he's the founder of the Magium uh, library, and uh, he's going to show us uh, how to increase our productivity and reduce our profanity uh, using uh, integration tests. And uh, so it's going to be really great. Join us on uh, nomadmage.com. Get your tickets. I think they're $50 uh, there in for the September meeting. Uh, but you can save uh, a ton, just a ton, uh, and get as low as $29 per ticket when you sign up for team subscriptions. Uh, so hit that up right now, nomadmage.com. Without any further ado, let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to episode 99.2 of Mage Talk, the Magento Community Podcast. I'm Kalen. And I'm Philip, And this is the 103rd episode, if you're counting, of uh, 99.2 is the 103rd episode of Mage Talk. We're still waiting. We're holding out for, uh, for Mark Lavelle. Somebody big. Mark Lavelle, Roy Rubin. Um, Mark is me. committed. Mark said he'd do it. Okay. Mark's, okay. Mark's in. He's doing it. We just we just got to schedule it then. Well, that's the problem. Got it's all it's all fun and games till someone tries to schedule. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> you're not you're not big into scheduling. <laughs> what's what's the what's the issue there? I got scheduled. I got scheduled once. Um, just keep saying that like there's nothing at all weird about it. Yeah, that's exactly um, that's exactly true. Hey, shout out to my boy uh, Steve Kukla Magento. You know oh that yeah. you know that cat? Oh yeah, I just saw a little Twitter thread. I like that guy. He's pretty sweet. Um, super nice. Yeah, he said he was enjoying me on Mage Talk. He was enjoying you on Mage Talk. He's also uh, he's been looking for uh, direct comparisons to Bronto.mailer and Mailchimp, but he spelled Mailchimp like M A L E Chimp, which I thought was the best thing ever. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, shout out to him uh, on Twitter. I've been spending like the whole past week looking at typos for various reasons. Really. Yeah. Well, oh, so, for for fun things, good good reasons, good cool things. Yeah, you know, for stuff, for things. Tell me. Can't can't talk about all of them. You're like buying up no, just 25, ma- 30 for, domains. <laughs> for like good links outreach QA stuff. He's stuff buying magatemail. <laughs> dot, dot co. Um the, yeah, the dot co. The worst thing about my dot co is that the dot com is like parked. It goes to it redirects to Google and the emails don't bounce, I think. So if you email Kalen at magemail.com, you don't even get a bounce. So I had somebody email me and we're waiting like two weeks for for uh for a response. So Are you even kidding me right now? Not even kidding, bro. That's that's ridiculous. So yeah. Um that's, anywho, that's, I don't I'm not quite sure how we got onto this topic. But. I don't know either. So anyway, um dude, okay, so check this out. You ready? Check it, check it, check it out. You ready? So, okay. okay. We've been saying for, for two and a half months, we've been working on this uh, this giveaway. Super excited about it. And uh, it's finally here. So we we have, when this will play seven years from now, we will have already announced uh, five of the winners. But we've got another five of 20 um, uh, that we're going to give away of the Raspberry Pi. The Raspberry Pi. And the crowd goes wild. No money. I love you. Don't do that. Um, so I was thinking that we should. What? No don't, don't put me in the raspberry pie. I'm not going to fit. It's too small. It's too compactly engineered. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Um, okay. So as always, when we give things away on, on, on it, tell us, tell us how we give things away on Mage Talk, the Magento community podcast. How do we do it? Very carefully. With the the help of a true random generator. With a true random generator. Did you it's gotta be that? true random. We're not down with the we're not down with the pseudo random. Yeah. I'm telling you. So we the way the way that the true random uh random.org, true randomness, uh they based on atmospheric noise. Atmospheric noise, which my my joke will always be that the guy put like a microphone outside of his house and that's he stuck. You remember those computer microphones that came with like Packard Bell computers in 1995 and they were like a gooseneck that was oh, like yeah. plastic. You remember talking yeah, about Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what that's the main one I used up until like about 6 months ago. <laughs> Is that true? Is <laughs> that- maybe maybe like 18 months. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I haven't been I haven't been an audiophile for quite as long as you. Um, in case you haven't noticed, in case you didn't didn't quite pick up on it. Okay, so what we're going to do is, uh, if you signed up for the email, um, like we told you to, uh, over at uh, magetalk.com, uh, then we uh, we have you on a list. We have 
binders full of women here um, who, <laughs> do you know that our podcast- <laughs> Have you been, been watching political news again? I've been trying not to. I've been trying, you have. Trying you have. Uh, you have? It's, I've, I'm, no. Because they've been talking about that recently. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so uh, what we do is we've, we've exported, uh, in a very scientific process, we've exported everybody on the list um, into a spreadsheet, and I am going to enter- uh, a number, uh, the range of uh numbers, uh, into random.org. Gosh, we've spent so much time on this. By the way, we have this. like, yeah, we have like 20 minutes left. Okay, to nope. get through all our. Do we really? Work. I thought you said you yeah. didn't have a hard 30. <laughs> I've got a tight 30, man. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, okay, the, so the first, first winner is you ready? Yep, I'm ready. All right, number 206. So ready. Number 206 is... No, just kidding. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Need more time. Just kidding. Go ahead. All right. Robert Bugis. Yes. At Experience.nl, our good buddy over there at Experience.nl. And uh, so enjoy it. All right. Number two. The number two winner of the Raspberry Pi 3 is number 159. Uh, That is... A name that I can't say on the radio. Um, it is one of our uh, Vietn- Vietnam members. It is Thien Phuc. Okay. Phuc Vo. How's that? <laughs> say that in the nicest way possible. All right. Here we go. Number three is Marcus Thiel from Georgia, United States. Marcus. From Vimo. Vimo.com. Uh, so welcome. Thank you, Marcus, for listening to the podcast. Uh, make sure to get in touch with us. Number one, yeah, number four. This is number four. Uh, is like me or you, Christoph Ringleff from Christoph, uh, our, our good buddy Fumin at uh, Fumin.co.nz. Christoph is all over the place yeah. these days. He is the man and kicking uh, butt. And he will. Gento too, man. He is, and uh, so he will be receiving one of these uh, glorious Raspberry Pis. And uh, so we have one left. Can I get a drum roll? Can you give me a drum, drum roll? roll, please? Can you hear that? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And it is. This is a t- Daniel scene. Daniel Strum. Daniel Strum. All right, from Daniel. Florida. <laughs> So I don't know who I don't know who you are, but thank you for listening to the podcast and keep listening. We're going to give away a few more of these uh, over the next coming uh, weeks. All right, let's get into the news. A lot of stuff going on, crazy stuff, incredible stuff. Um, oh, let's let's talk about the biggest thing first. Uh, so Magento closes a record second quarter, and uh, so this is this is uh, Magento just uh, announced its. Uh, you know, I, they, it's not really earnings, I suppose, uh, but they just uh, uh, basically stated that uh, they closed uh, more business in Q2, um, and uh, than any other quarter, they they you know they're up you know tremendously year over year. Um, of course, they don't actually say the numbers. I think that's one of those deals that you know these private equity firms kind of keep those numbers close to the te- the chest. But um, yeah, Mark Lavelle, yep. Mar- Mark Lavelle. Uh, uh, was uh, uh, was quoted in here. So it's their record second quarter, adding over 50, 50 new B2B customers. Um, 
And yeah, still maintaining number one platform internet retailer, uh, B2B Commerce 300. So uh, Mark uh, Lavelle, CEO of Magento, says Magento's success in the B2B commerce market really is driven by this shift. And um, it's, you know, there's so many B2B companies that are, I, that had no context, but just I had to quote something. So there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize there was an uh, internet retailer B2B commerce. Wait. Is it, so it's a list, right? The Internet Retailer B2B Commerce 300? Correct. So if you top. go to... I didn't, yeah, there's actually didn't three that. places cool. that... Uh, on Magento.com right now, there's a uh, three badges, really. There's the Internet Retailer Top 1000, which is the top you know, 1,000 uh, uh, merchants that are listed in Internet Retailer. So Magento is the number one platform for the, the Internet Retailer Top 1000. Magento is the top retailer or top platform for Internet Retailer... B2B 300, which mm-hmm. is, uh, uh, it's the very first list of its kind. I think it, you know, had it this, this year and, um, you know, 41 merchants on that list are using Magento as their e-commerce platform. And so that, that nails them number one spot. Number th- three for them is, uh, the, uh, internet retailer platform hot 100. Um, and so it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, different list. It's uh, the top e-commerce platform to the IR top uh, hot 100 representing retailers that deliver the most innovative ideas in commerce. So of the most innovative retailers, Magento runs most of their e-commerce. So there you go. Not bad. Congratulations to Magento and the team at Magento. I guess, uh, you know, thank you. Yes. Golf clap. Um, One thing I keep hearing over and over is Magento has like quadrupled its sales force. I don't know if that's true. Um, But Magento is actually investing big time. Um, And, you know, one thing that we're seeing at Something Digital, uh, where I'm employed and thankfully employed um, and gainfully employed. um, uh, One of the things that we're seeing at Something Digital is that they are putting a tremendous focus in. So, you know, beginning of the year, they were talking a lot about – Mid market, right? Mid market. Mid market. Yum. So when they started talking about mid market, they <laughs> they said, uh, you know, mid market is what? I forget what the number is, but it was something like you know, ten million and up. Oh, and I, um, I forget. Yeah, go back and listen. I think it was the episode that we did with um, Miguel Balparta um, that uh, he he joined us for the oh, show. Oh, the, the we, study they did. Yeah. Like- yeah, uh, the like edu- like it was done yeah. through university or something. But Magento, here's the crazy thing. So Magento is is you know in the enterprise space for sure, focusing on on mid market. But Magento has dedicated salespeople in a different channel now. They're not just enterprise sales. There's people in a in a in a capacity for the under 10 million stores, the one to five million stores, even that uh, there's people in that capacity that are that are competing you know, for, for community business. And, you know, they're, they're actually have salespeople going out after that stuff now. So that's, you know, that is a huge shift for Magento to dedicate, um, you know, manpower to making sure community is successful. That's um, interesting. Which is you know, kind of a big deal. Um, yeah. So that's that. Um, super, super cool. Oh, you know what? Something that uh, actually kind of fits in well uh, with this is that uh, I've been, looking uh, into other platforms in my new role as an e-commerce evangelist at Something Digital. And uh, the first mm-hmm. platform that I took a look at over the last couple of weeks is uh, Shopify Plus, uh, which is their, you know, Shopify is the, is the uh, you know, uh, the traditionally what, you know, low-end host uh, 
I don't know, the power is like 250,000 stores, uh, SAS, you know, SAS play now public, uh, public company, full disclosure. I own Shopify stock up 21% and no big deal. Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, Magento and Do you Shopify, own, is big, com- big commerce is in public, are they? No, they're not. No. Yeah. Um, Magento and Shopify didn't really compete in the same space that much um, because it's just very different markets. Uh, for instance, every single thing that I've ever bought that used to be a Kickstarter that is now like a $12 item, it has, yeah. it has its own Shopify site because yeah. they have all of one SKU. Um, you know, Magento sites are very, very different types of places, you know, types of stores. Um, Shopify Plus, on the other hand, is coming up market a little bit and they're trying to compete with Magento. So I took a look at it. Yeah, what do they charge? A thousand a month or something? More than that. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, it's like twenty two hundred a month or something to that effect. Oh wow, um, it's expensive. Um, more mm-hmm. expensive than Magento Enterprise used to be. Um, so listen, wow. okay, I'm not going to praise Shopify Plus by any means on my Magento podcast, but you are. No, but you are. It is. I'll tell you what. There classic, are some, classic film move right there. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. This thing has nothing on Magento. I mean, the things yeah. you can do with Magento are you can count, you know, as, as uh, I mean, you couldn't even count them. You couldn't even number them. There's millions of things you could do There's with Magento. There's numerous as the sand on the sand. Exactly. The sand I almost use that exact same phrase from the Bible. Good job. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, sand on the seashore. Exactly. You couldn't even sit to count it. So I, that was Psalm 139. Good job. So I, if you ever feel like you're walking all by yourself <laughs> and you see... <laughs> Instead of footsteps in the sand, just know at that time God was carrying. Yeah, Mage Prince. I think we've had this joke: the Mage Prince in the sand. That's when Ben Marks was carrying you. So we. <laughs> That's we, what it was. That's it. We yeah. uh, we you know I've been digging into uh, to this a little bit because something digital is a Shopify Plus uh, partner now. Um, you know, much to my dismay, I'm sure. Um, but I so listen. Here's the thing: Shopify Plus super fast. I mean. If there's one thing that I have to say that I'm impressed with, the speed is unreal. You make a change, like I save something or I add something to a category, and it's literally immediate. Like, no, it's not literally yeah, immediate. It is literally immediate. It's not literally. It's literally immediate. You should check it out. <laughs> Super fast. You may want to check into the science on that. So there's some All things right. that I think are really weird um, that I wanted to kind of point out. Have um, you looked at like like have you looked in the specter at like act an inspector at like response times? Is it like yes. forty millisecond type, yes, type deal? Yes. Wow. For yeah. saves, forty yep. milliseconds. Yep. Wow. Um. Any anything any save like everything is instantaneous. Everything. I'm like, suspicious that it's actually forty milliseconds because that was just the first guess I threw out. No, no, like, no. Yeah. It's 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 like in the 150, 200 millisecond range. It's fast. Okay, so it's not forty mil. Dude. Okay. So listen. You and your forty milliseconds. That's, that's, how, question, that's how questions and answers work. <laughs> my, my e-commerce <laughs> save time. That's must still be good. No, One hundred fifty milliseconds no, save is no, still. Yeah, good. but I mean, two seconds save and sometimes in Magento would be awesome. Oh yeah, exactly. So I, I, you know, listen. I we we all understand that everything's got warts. Uh, Shopify Plus has a bunch. I the one one thing that threw me. There's no way to nest categories. They don't. They don't even call them categories. They're called collections. Collections. Um, right. You can't. There's. You can't nest. Um, so I can't create, let's say that I wanted to create an apparel store and I wanted to have shoes 
Mm-hmm. And I had different types of shoes. Like maybe I have men's shoes, women's shoes. Maybe under women's shoes, I have, you know, platforms or wedges or, you know, high heels. or You know a, a shocking amount about women's shoes categories. Yeah, for somebody who has a foot phobia, it's kind of incredible. A little bit, little bit worried But let's say you. that I wanted to build out a category structure like that. Good luck. You can't really do it. You just um, can't. No, because yeah. there's no such thing. A collection is a collection. It has no parent. Um, wow. as Horton would say, a collection is a collection, no matter how small. Um, so I, you know, my, my, my problem here is that things are where in Magento, a category is truly nested as with a parent category. And there are subcategories of categories. Um, those create interesting URL structures. Those create, um, you know, those create, uh, opportunities for inheritance, like of, of uh you know of in an anchor category can inherit its children's products those are all very compelling um yeah the they pro- can create interesting database schemas and you combine right. that with like attributes and things and all of a sudden you have dentos database schema right okay <laughs> the problem the problem you know the thing that makes shopify interesting is that it's a very wordpressy type of approach where the wow. men- the menu is a complete like the menu has nothing to do with anything. If you create a navigation bar or any menu anywhere on your site, it is literally just you. Like, I it's add, just, it's just, I add a, a node, I add a link. Yeah. I might as well just be building it in a CMS. Which, yeah. in some ways, it's really powerful because you can make it very fast, um, and you don't have to think about how your site is merchandised in order to create a navigation structure that makes sense on your site and, you know, rename a category so that the title shows up correctly. Like those are all interesting solutions to the problem. Um, but I think it, it's a, it's a paradigm that breaks down so quickly that I, I, I imagine that a, a retailer would find themselves very quickly in a place where Magento seems desirable. So anyway, those are some nitpicks. Um, there's some nice stuff. I think the speed is one thing, but I, you know, in reality, it's not a very depth. It's, it's not a very deep or wide product. I think it's yeah. it's something that needs a lot of, uh, you know. If I never have to think, you know, there might be a retailer that says to themselves, "If I never have to think about hosting or scalability again, I'll pay any amount of money." And I guess maybe that, you know, there's a story there. Um, yeah, or you could put it on the cloud. Exactly. Yeah. The problem is, is that you'll pay. You know. The enterprise cloud is is you'll pay exactly the amount that Phil Winkle says. If you'll you pay. go back to episode ninety two, I'm within like forty bucks. Um, but if you <laughs> if, if if you um, um, yeah, but but I, if you if you if you go to AOE right, you get Fabrizio yeah. Branca to build your cloud for you. That's not going to be cheap. That's not two thousand dollars a month, right? Nope. I mean. So I don't know. It's interesting. I think least. I think there are another thing that I, I remember uh, finding out that was weird about uh, for on the integration side with Shopify is that they um, so support for like their coupons API right. I believe is restricted. It might be the Shopify Plus accounts or to partners or there's some weird restriction that. So for example, if I wanted to build an integration on it, that's one of the things that's kind of key is my coupon code integration. And it's something that they basically feature gate. Um, it's either you have to be a partner, or you have to do like a special handshake, or it's just you have to be in Shopify Plus. Right. Which to me seems like a weird thing. Like for for all the um, 
you know, you, you think of like Shopify as like things are simple, things make sense. You might have less flexibility, but things are simple. They make sense. They're clean. And that just seemed odd to me. Like that, that, that didn't make a lot. So I know one, one uh, company that has an integration on Shopify and they actually have to have a, a place in their app where people manually export a bunch of coupon codes and paste them in. That's the only workaround for it. Hmm. Um, so that, that just seemed a little bit weird to me. Um, Mage Talk is brought to you by MageMail. MageMail is the triggered email app for Magento. Triggered email can increase your revenue from 8 to even 12%. MageMail is easy and risk-free to try out, and it comes with a free concierge onboarding service. So all you have to do is sit back and watch the orders start to roll in. You can start your risk-free trial today at magemail.co. Mage Talk is brought to you by MageMojo, a 360-degree customer support Magento hosting company. 360-degree customer support means every facet of your store is under support when you're at MageMojo. That's everything from the performance of your store to code level support in the Magento core, and even patches will be applied by MageMojo on your behalf without your having to worry about a single thing. They have the fastest SLA in the entire Magento hosting realm, and they'll even give you money to switch back to your old host if you don't like them. I want you to try them out today. Go to magemojo.com. That's Mage. M-O-G-O dot com slash MageTalk for a special offer. Yeah, and as a, as but, a company like you, like with MageMail, you know, uh, a company like you who who needs to be able to create uh, coupon codes on the fly, you know, that's that's a showstopper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and it, like, it doesn't need to be. I don't, I don't even know. I mean, I'm sure they have the reasons and it'd be interesting to find that out, but... It, See, it doesn't, you know, the other things make sense. Like it makes sense why they didn't take the trouble to implement inheritance of categories. And that's a nice simplification. And it works for like a big chunk of their, of their customers. But the coupon code, it would be one thing if they just didn't have a coupon code API thing because mm-hmm. they didn't get around to it. It'd be like, okay, but they have it. They just feature gate it and some, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, you know, having spoken to a couple of their developers, they they seem to think that you know creating coupon codes via API, API is no big deal. Um, I I don't you know I don't know I it's oh, interesting okay. I That's I cool. but that could be just because you know again we're Shopify Plus partners at something digital I you know the, the it could be that it's exactly the way that you're describing it. Um, one of the other things you know by the way you know as we get off the Shopify talk uh, podcast rant that we're on, uh, one of the other things that I think is very strange. Is as a as a partner, um, the the practice that you develop as a as a as an integrator in Magento land uh, is very Magento centric. Um, in in that Magento has outlined a way for you to accept web requests, for you to deal with you know customer information and things coming in. And, you know, they've outlined, especially in Magento 2, they've outlined a lot of best practices in the way that you deal in, in the way that you write your code. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, all those things uh, are, are kind of important um, uh, in the Magento space because you have been given, you know, uh, you've been given a very strict set of guidelines for, to create a, a working module in Magento. Um, and it's in a specific programming language and all that good stuff. Yeah. Well, that practice is a very specific practice. 
you know, we've built up a lot of Magento skills. The thing I'm, you know, I would be concerned about as an as a different type of an agency is is um, building Shopify integrations, you know, or building apps for for Shopify, which is essentially what you would have to do to do the types of integrations that that um, that uh, we do, you know, that yeah. we do as an integrator, you know, with an ERP system or something to that effect. You know, th- it's not just a simple web hook and done. Some of these things, you know, basically require you to build standalone applications in, you know, pick your framework of choice. Um, and so it kind of makes you question, well, what kind of a agency do we want to be? What kind of a, a shop do we want to create? Are we going to do Laravel apps? Are we going to do, like, it starts making you think, about things in a completely different way. And it takes your architecture, like all the the rudimentary parts of the architecture that are provided for you by something like Magento, throws mm-hmm. it out the door and you're kind of in a no man's land. And I forgot what that was like because I haven't done mm-hmm. that kind of dev in seven, right. eight years. Um, so you have a lot more options in terms of the app that you're building yeah. and a lot less options in terms of the integration points. Correct, yeah. 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 So it's it's interesting. It it's raised a lot of really interesting philosophical questions. So do you guys have like are you doing discovery for potentially using them for like big projects? Um big, like big like like actual businesses? Like Yes, yeah. Like businesses that are doing over 10 million or something. Yes, yeah. So there's a there ah. well, you know, we we've been approached by a at, you know, this is brand new for us, but we've been approached by a, a client uh, or a prospect, a potential client that uh, does uh, women's uh, intimate apparel. Um, they sell them online. Mm. They they sell. An, <laughs> they, mm. <laughs> so they sell. Eighty nine percent of the listeners just tuned out. We're super. Right, <laughs> they sell a good portion of that. You know, ten million every year online. They you know they're they're up there. And that, you know, the type of build that they want to do would be like a custom theme. Well, that mm-hmm. that requires some work, right? And a custom... Uh, now, custom themes are doable. I mean, that's... that's yeah, 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 yeah. It seems yeah, like but, you I mean, do what you need to do. You do custom theme and you do, you know, design mock-ups and mood boards and you do all the stuff that you do in an agency and, and reflect the brand and all that. And you're going to spend some money, right? And then you look at the... Um, you build, you build out the site and you do all the integrations that are necessary and you plug in your Sertonas and you, you know, your my the heck is a Sertona. You, Sertona. You don't know what Sertona is? I do not know what a Sertona is. C-E-R-T-O-N-A. Sertona is a search personalization platform. Um, hey. and, uh, it's, you know, it's interesting. Um, it's extremely expensive platform, but you know, this company has just you know, built a lot of their business on, uh, you know, elements of personalization that this powers. And, you know, those are things that you have to kind of take into effect and into account. And it's like, in some ways, I kind of wish that this was like a lead through Magento because it would be so much easier, like, just to think about things in terms of Magento. Mm -hmm. In, In other ways, it's like, you know, kind of interesting to think out of, you know, think out of the box. Um, having limited places right. to be able to hook in functionality, you have to kind of think differently. Um, yeah. Have you gotten to the point where you've done like, it sounds like probably not quite there, but have you gotten to the point where you've done like a deep drill on, a deep drill down on um, what all the things they need are? And and I'm probably like 50% of those are going to be like, nope, can't do that, can't do that, can't do that. Uh, yeah, we've done all of that. And most of it can be done. There's oh, a really? Good, yeah, there's a good, there's a good, app ecosystem in the Shopify space, but I, I would say it's no different to Magento. The only difference from Magento is is 
I click into the app store from within and shop the app store from within, you know, the Shopify site. Right. And when I install, it's like WordPress. When I install something, it's like one click install, you know, Magento two gives you something a lot closer to that. Yeah. Um, But, but in terms of the, so what are some of the more complicated features that, uh, that you actually are able to do with Shopify with some plugin or whatever. And what are some of the trickier ones that you can't do? I mean, you mentioned the category thing. I'd be curious. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, yeah, other- yeah. That's interesting. No, I mean, like, listen, search, there's like a million search vendors out there. Um, okay. Oh, my friends at instant search plus have a Shopify app, which is really nice. Um, there it just plugs into the search yeah, bar and then yeah, you search. Just, it and already hooks in the search bar by default. And once you search, then you're in their app. You're in the third party app yep. for the search. Okay. Right. Well, I mean, you're, it is, it is Ajaxing in results. You're on your site. Um, you know, most of these do, they have layered navigation replacements, um, that, you know, that, that do that sort of thing. Oh, this is something interesting. And maybe someone out there can, uh, correct me. There is no way that I've seen to create custom attributes in Shopify. You have Mm -hmm. to use a, an API only to create a custom attribute. Um, Mm -hmm. And those, so you basically have to download a Google Chrome plugin um, and like hack it together. You put this thing, you know, uh, it's, it's very interesting um, in that regard. I I feel like that's really weird. Um, But you know, something again, I'm just trying to wrap my head around. So like one of the things that Magento does really well is localization and, Mm -hmm. um, and, and, uh, 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 you know, multi-store sites um, that are, you know, that are, are pretty uh, like seamless experiences. If you have, you know, uh, localization in, in many languages or many uh, locales and different currencies, that's something that Magento has done from day one. Mm-hmm. Um, Shopify just does not do that. Um, and there's right. no app out there that does that for you. So I think that's something that they're going to, you know, either just decide not to do or you can you just know. not have localized content. <laughs> well, you could create a completely different site, use the same theme. I mean, like there's ways that you could do it that I think are just, you know, probably. Okay. Not yeah. Like that. That's the kind you know of thing I mean? that, yeah, yeah, that's the kind of workaround I was, I was imagining that it, it, it'd be, it's yeah. a significant trade off. Yeah. But I will yeah, say like that you like, could imagine them being like, okay, let's just use a separate store. But then you'd be like, ah, oh, it's a little bit rough. I created a bunch of, you know, uh, product uploads that were really seamless and had zero problems. Like it, it read it in, told me what all the problems were and all the fields on the CSV that was wrong and it fixed it. Um, Ah. I was able to like, there were fields on the CSV that were just straight up HTTP links to like an image and Mm. it went and grabbed them and downloaded them. Um, Like there's some niceties, you know what I mean? Um, But I, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're comparing what is fundamentally uh, enterprise software with something that is not yet. <laughs> That's it's just not, you know, I don't know how this turned into the Shopify comparison talk, but I, I like it. I, I just thought it was cool. kind of interesting. Okay, well, that's, so, that's all. <laughs> that was a super awkward sound. You're like, <laughs> you're like, no, it was not interesting. Okay, so, uh, so some announcements that you have. Oh, Question okay, mark. yeah, down there. Um, man, this should have been at the top of the show. Um, I'm making, uh, this is a huge announcement, and it will already be public by the time this show airs, which is like four years from now. Um, I have partnered with Brian Lang, uh, who is a 
another, you know, e-commerce aficionado uh, and my counterpart at another digital agency um, called Classy Llama. Um, and we are, we have a, a shared affinity for a lot of really interesting and new developments in technology uh, in digital commerce. And we have been talking about this for the better part of a year uh, about our, you know, our, the shared affinity for things like, you know, Amazon Alexa, um, you know, clickless commerce. Um, I had a whole year that I've been kind of pitching and giving this talk called uh, the shopping cart is dead, which is about, you know, clickless commerce. And, um, you know, he has a whole affinity for things like ambient commerce, augmented reality, um, uh, AI, machine learning, and he, he kind of gets all that stuff. So we, we talk at length and we can't stop ourselves from talking. And we figured what better way to not stop yourself from talking than record it every now and then. So we have a, a new podcast uh, that what? I started. Um, this is the first year hearing about this. So this is cool. I love how, yeah, like you'd think, like the people would think, like, yeah, sure, Phil gave Kalen heads up on that. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> did not. Because we're fake friends. We're not real friends. Um, Until you add me on Snapchat. <laughs> so our, our podcast. Our podcast, by the time you hear this, will be uh, fully up and live. It's called Future Commerce. Um, you can listen to it at futurecommerce.fm, uh, which Kaylin is going to go to right now, and there's nothing there. Boo-hoo. Um, we've already done six episodes. No, I was just thinking that's a cool domain, the dot. You guys sprung for the dot .fm. It's impressive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit jealous. Yeah. A little bit jealous. Not sure how I feel about this yet. Uh, so we've got futurecommerce.fm, and, um, yeah. and we're looking at uh, – you know, we're we're looking at uh, what what happens after this. We've already had some great guests. We've had Tom Robert Shaw of Mean B talk about uh, IBM Watson and some machine learning and um, AI predictions. Um, and uh, we, you know, we have uh, Alex Wu cool. of Facebook that's joining us in a couple weeks. Um, so interesting content. Um, talking about the future of commerce, wow, not dude. not stuff that's happening now, but the stuff that's happening in the future. And our Pokemon Go episode is a, is going to blow is going to blow people's minds. What, six, so, um, dude? That's that's amazing, man. Thank you. A little bit upset you didn't tell me, but it's it's cool, dude. It's cool, I, man. I wanted to surprise no everybody. We were in stealth launch and uh, no biggie. We stealth moded this thing, but it's by the way. Uh, because this this podcast is uh, happening in the future from when it's being recorded, you got to keep it on the DL until we make the official announcement. So, oh, I'll definitely do. I'll definitely <laughs> pay pay back the the favor there. So, uh, no, that's super me, cool, man. Is this so? Is this part of your? Are you able to do this during work because it's part of your evangelist stuff? Or yeah, is this, so this is this, you know we we have been bootstrapping it the past month and a half. Um, and just doing it in the evenings. Uh, certainly something that I would like to see. It will continue to heighten, you know, something digital's uh, uh, profile. as It feels know, very in line with the evangelist role. Yeah, and I, I think it is too. I think the thing that I'm trying to reconcile is, you know, there's been a very clear line between, you know, this podcast and something digital. Um, and one of the things I'd like to do is see um, is see agencies be able to use the type of content that we're producing to make decisions on the types of of uh, the types of digital commerce they want to engage in because there's going to be so much of this stuff. You know, when you think in in general, just think about one ex one one small piece of this, which is happening right now, which is conversational commerce, and you think about there's so much depth for an agency to be able to get into in any one of these spaces. There is. At, at this exact moment, there is the uh, Apple iMessages, 
There is the Siri API. There is the there's Slack. There is um, the Alexa, Amazon, Amazon Alexa API. There is uh, uh, a whole brewing ecosystem around um, uh, uh, other chat applications like uh, Weibo and um, and WeChat, which are you know both Asian uh, markets. And and it's like you could just focus the next ten years on chat based commerce and only do that, and literally only focus on Google Allo or on 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 iMessage. You could do that and and create a really tidy business on that. And there's so much more than that. So there's just, there's so many avenues where I think, you know, calling it future commerce really defines it. You know, this is the the future of digital commerce and we're, you know, we're kind of thinking about and, and, and talking aloud as someone engaged in what I considered to be, you know, old school commerce still, uh, old school digital commerce, you know, the, the B2C catalog based websites, those that will eventually give way, I think, to a much uh, larger audience that will, you know, make purchases in a very different way. So, right. Um, so anyway, Dude, I think it's super cool. cool, man. Sounds like a great. Yeah. Uh, I love the. I love the. I love the topic. Oh, and you can listen um, on. Uh, you'll be able to listen when you hear this on uh, on Google Play, um, also on uh, on the iTunes Store. But if you have an Amazon Echo or any Alexa device, you'll be able to say, uh, uh, "Alexa, play Future Commerce," and it'll play it from TuneIn Radio. So it's uh, it's cool. We've we've got it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. is amazing, dude. You are a busy beaver. Yeah, Holmes. Um, few few things there. So it's, it's it's exciting. I don't want to rep like seven things in a row that I'm working on. I feel bad about it. So I want to give the the hey, floor to you. You got to rep it when it. Things. You got to. You know what? When you when you're when you're pushing stuff out, you got to rep it, dude. You got to so rep it. Tell me about good links. What's going on with good links? That's what I always say. We do uh, actually. Um, a really good friend of mine. Um, uh, that I've known since high school came on board as a co-founder, um, nice. partner. Yeah. So we've been tag teaming it up and really excited. Um, uh, we're, um, actually we're working at a, at a, at a co-working space. And, uh, so yeah, definitely really ramping things up. And, uh, we took on a few more clients and, Nice. Some of whom may be tangentially related to some of our discussions today, which I shall not <laughs> mention. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, man. So it's been good. It's been exciting. We're doing some hiring and um, ramping up some QA and training and docs, and it's been uh, it's been good. It's been good. Good um, for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is Steve, right? Yeah. 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 His name's Steve, and uh, we went to high school together. And uh, he's been doing um, a lot of uh, marketing stuff and um, stuff like that. So it's a really, it's a really good fit. Oh, that's awesome! So, I actually yeah, talked to him the other day. He's a, he's a fellow sriracha lover, I think. The rooster. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. Love me some Steve. It's uh, his Twitter handle is Steve Goodlinks. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, love it. You should that's follow it. him too because he's funny. I like that guy. Follow him for the spicy memes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, scratch oh. that. Um, so yeah, man, I think we're we probably need to wrap up here in a bit, huh? Yeah, um, I want to make one little push here at the end because um, we 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 brought back extension of the week a couple episodes ago, 
then we didn't do it again. And ever since that episode, I've had people banging down my door saying that the extension of the week that I mentioned is not able to be found on the internet. And so I just want to make a little, uh, uh, retraction. Well, it's not a retraction. It's IWD, um, which is a a Magento agency that makes uh, really, really great Magento two modules. Um, they apparently, I don't know what happened, but the, the layered navigation module that they had published, which I mentioned was a, a really great, um, Ajax layered navigation module for Magento two. They are no longer offering that. Um, Mm. and through a, bizarro world twist of events it turns out they may have developed that in conjunction with the headworks and they are now selling it through a headworks.com for like 139 dollars for community and a thousand dollars for enterprise dude a headworks um, is setting up all these reseller deals i love it man it's, it's they're, they're becoming like the hub <laughs> which, isn't that supposed, awesome. isn't that supposed to be what magento is supposed to be doing anyway um yeah. uh interesting there interesting play i I'm I'm really sorry that everybody got so hype over this and then you know I was getting text messages from like Beth Shero. I was getting like everybody what? was everybody was hitting me up about this extension and I was like I love that everybody listens to the podcast and they're taking our recommendations. I'm really bummed out that uh, IWD let me down. So uh they open sourced so something and now they've now they've they've taken thanks it away. Thanks a lot IWD really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks for nothing. Thanks for so uh, the e-commerce lives. hall of shame this week. Uh, e-commerce hall of shame goes to <sighs> IWD. Um, so thank you, IWD, for hall of shaming yourself um, and uh, taking down a very useful extension that was free that all May of us loved. May you enjoy a week of shame. Enjoy, sorrow. enjoy it. Well, and gnashing of teeth. What else? <laughs> There's a lot of biblical references in this <laughs> particular episode. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite thing. I do. I love it. That sounded so sarcastic, and I really meant it. Um, close it out. All right. Close, uh, take us close, home. Uh, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, gosh, you are a true saint. Um, gosh, <laughs> thank you. For, darn it. Thank you for listening. Magento Community Podcast Mage Talk. This was episode 99.2. One of these days, we'll, we'll get to 100, but you're going to have to hang on. Uh, leave us some feedback. We want your five-star review. Hit us up on iTunes. You can hit it up there and uh, leave your feedback if you're listening on magetalk.com at the bottom of uh, this uh, this episode page uh, go all the way to the bottom there's a discuss box and we want your feedback about this episode um, and you know you can listen to this in a million places tune in radio google play stitcher uh, and like 20 others uh, so we you know we have a way for you to get your magento content on the go and uh, anyway until next time Stay hungry, my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Peace out. Adios.